So, I hope you're beginning to see that you create your world, not metaphorically, but literally. When some of you hear this, you'll think it's impossible, too far out there to consider. So let me offer you another very down-to-earth example. We do this very same thing when we create our dreams. In your dream, you have your dream self, and your dream world complete with, well, everything. Birds, gravity, stars, chocolate, whatever. And you made it all, and you populated your dream world, didn't you? And all of these people in your dream are you. They are fragments of you externalized, projected out into your dream and personified. You are the girl you're kissing, as well as the boogeyman who is chasing you. You're the pants you forgot to wear to your presentation, as well as those in the audience who are giggling at the nudity of your dream self. They are all products of your mind, aren't they? They all come from you. And in a nearly identical sleight of hand, you bring forth what you think of as the external world. When you're still asleep, when you're in your dreams, you don't realize that this is happening, do you? You usually don't know that you're dreaming. You walk across the dream floor that your mind has created and you think it's real. And it is real to your dream figure until your dream figure catches on that he's dreaming. And by doing this, your dream figure brings your consciousness, the consciousness of the actual dreamer, into his consciousness. And then your dream self can guide the dream, change the rules, affect anything he wants, including waking up from the dream. I consciously do it all the time, nearly every night. I catch myself dreaming in my sleep. And now, I catch myself dreaming when I'm awake. It's when the dream self only stays within his dream world and doesn't consciously do this, and he doesn't consciously reconcile with the dreamer, that he sees his world as external and fixed and governed by acts of random fate and chance. But when he catches himself dreaming, the rules change. And this is what we're beginning to do today. And even if you haven't had the experience where you catch yourself dreaming, we all still dream whether we remember our dreams or not. Your dreams may not easily fit in your 10 mile by 10 mile consciousness building. Even so, we are still creating other worlds with all of their complexities, with all of their variations, all of their people, agendas, weather, events, everything. We create the platform and we put the players on it. As complicated and improbable as that sounds when you really look at it, we do it all the time. And as the old saying goes, it's so easy, we can do it in our sleep. And here again, we can turn to the Mandelbrot fractal for help. There's a pattern here. We can easily see this event, our building our dream worlds in our sleep, in our normal nightly dreams, can't we? As above, so below. So zoom out and you will see that you are doing the exact same thing here in what you consider to be reality. Now here's the reason we think our world is real and our dreams are not. It's because what we call our waking life seems to have continuity. We awake to the same people and places. Our keys are usually where we left them. But our dreams are often wildly varied, aren't they? And this is why we don't see them as the same. But the culprit is this. 
our consciousness. When we are conscious as we are in what we perceive our waking life, the limiter is in effect. The doorman is standing guard, making sure only approved things get into a club reality. So, complements of our consciousness are limiter. There appears to be a consistency. But what happens each night when the doorman, who keeps things all nice and tidy for us when we're awake, gets the night off and we step out of our consciousness, out of our 10 mile by 10 mile building, and out into our total awareness, a place so big we can't even see the edges, much less account for all that's in it, because everything is there. What happens when we go to sleep and leave our consciousness, our doorman, and give ourselves to the unconsciousness, our larger awareness? Anything can and does happen, doesn't it? And there is order and continuity. We just have trouble tracking it. And this platform exists in what we call our dreams, where anything can happen as well as in what we consider to be reality. This dream reality we call planet Earth is reality for your dream character, the one who is sitting here listening to me speak today. It's only when he catches himself and realizes the dream that he can begin to rule over all. Let him who seeks continue seeking until he finds. When he finds, he will become troubled. And when he becomes troubled, he will be astonished, and he will rule over the all. For some of you listening here today, you will no longer be able to sit in the movie theater of your life and munch your popcorn and be caught up in what is being projected on the screen in front of you, unaware of your role. You will see the projector. You will recognize your hand holding the boom. You will begin to recognize the characters you have cast and the locations you have selected. This is your world in the broadest sense of the word. You may not want to hear it. You may not like what you have projected. But now that you realize that you can affect what you have created, you can set about to make it something you would like. All of the pieces are yours. None of them can be discarded. <laughs> not even your ex-girlfriend who drove you nuts. Even if she seems to leave your stage, she'll reappear in one mask or another until you resolve her, until you smooth and straighten the fracture within you that she was born of. Then she appears as a joy and is reintegrated into the whole. So no matter what face they wear, you will continue to experience these fragments of you. They will come again and again, lifetime after lifetime, until the source of their fragment is healed and they're whole and fall into harmony with their Creator. This is the meaning of the biblical metaphor of the Great Shepherd and his sheep. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone wandering away, will he not let the ninety-nine be and go to the mountains in search of the wandering one? The shepherd watches his flock and cares for his flock, and should one break apart from the rest and go astray, he searches tirelessly until they're brought back into the fold. You are the shepherd of your world. Now go and get your sheep. Please join me in part 8 to explore the beauty 
of an impartial eye.